0: Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius Podcast, where winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football league. The big game is here. Super Bowl 53 is upon us. That's right. The Patriots, the Rams, who's going to come down with the victory? Who's going to be raising that trophy over their heads come Sunday night? We'll talk about that and more in the podcast today. But before we get going on the podcast, let's give our shout out to Tyler Beckford over there on Instagram. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the follow. Thank you for the likes of our uh, stuff over there. Hopefully we've made you a better uh, fantasy football owner. and That's our, that's our goal here. Um, our first year we wanted to make as many people better players, both on DFS and season long, and hopefully we've done that. And keep those questions coming in. Just because it's the offseason, just because the season is over after Sunday, doesn't mean those questions stop. Keep those questions coming in. Feel free to ask uh, Dynasty League questions, keeper questions. If you have any kind of strategy questions for DFS, if you have a question on do you think my, my team should take this player here, I'm more than happy to answer those kind of questions. And w- maybe we'll have a little more time and we can get a little more of those questions um, in detail. Now the season's over and we're kind of slowing down a little bit, but just as the off-season doesn't mean that the the game doesn't stop. We have OTAs, we have the draft, we have training camp, we have free agency. We have plenty of different steps that we're going to be looking at. With free agency being the first step that we're going to be looking at, who's going who's going where? Are we going to see any big trades happen? That's going to be the first step. Then we got the draft. Then we got OTAs. Then we got training camp. Before you know it, the season's starting up again. So keep those questions coming in. Um, keep them coming, and we'll uh, continue to make you better players the best we can, and we'll continue to get better as we continue to grow this brand over there on FantasyFootballGenius.com. And let's go on ahead and jump right into the um, the game itself, the Super Bowl 53, the matchups inside the matchups. Who do I think is going to win? Who do I think is going to be the MVP? We'll talk about that, but let's go on ahead and just jump in first on the matchups: Who has the best ground game? Who has the best passing game? Who's best against the pass? Who do I give the edge to? Who do I? Uh, uh, can anybody stop Tom Brady? Can anybody stop Goff? Let's go on ahead and jump right into that and talk about it. If we're taking talking about the two ground games, they're in Los Angeles and in New England. I think if Todd Gurley is healthy, the edge goes to the uh, Rams, and that's one thing we have to keep an eye on. We got we got to wonder is is Todd Gurley healthy. Is he ready to go? He's had two weeks. I think he is. There's been a lot of speculation on. Was he hurt in that Saints game? Is that why he didn't get the touches? My personal opinion is I think that um, McVeigh just went with the hot hand. C.J. Anderson was running the ball well. They knew that they can continue to run the ball well against the Saints um, rush defense. And why take a chance on Gurley if he is hurt? Um, But the same thing is why take out a player that is running the ball well, getting uh, chunks of yards going here. And I think a lot of that also had to do with Gurley had a couple opportunities early in the game in the passing game where he dropped the ball, and maybe that was just um, McVeigh saying, okay, we're going to go more of C.J. Anderson running the ball than we are going to go with Gurley. But I don't think that's going to be able to happen here in this game here because the Patriots are a team I don't think that you can um, – rely on someone like C.J. Anderson in this kind of game atmosphere here, especially if the Patriots jump out to an early lead. Gurley is much better uh, in the passing game than C.J. Anderson is. That's one thing that with the Rams, you know is if C.J. Anderson is in the game, they're likely running the ball, but if Gurley's in the game running it, passing, it doesn't matter what's going to happen. Gurley is involved in both ways, and I think we're going to see Gurley get back to his early season Gurley atmosphere and hopefully for DFS maybe we see Gurley's ownership drop down a little bit so if Gurley is healthy which I have no reason to think that he's not healthy there's been no reports about him uh, with any kind of injury that he suffered late in the season affecting him so if he's healthy which I think he is I think the Rams have the better running game if we flip it over to the passing um, offenses on both sides of the ball I think it's really close, just because of um, yes, the Rams might have more options in their offense in the passing game, but this is Brady we're talking about. This is Tom Brady, the goat of all goats, the best, maybe the best player ever to play the game. there's one thing about one thing about the Patriots, and especially Brady, especially Belichick. One thing we do have to say is, if you're not a fan of the Patriots, you likely hate the Patriots. You likely hate Tom Brady. You likely hate Bill Belichick. There's no in between. You either love them or hate them. But one thing we all can say that we do have to do is we have to respect what this organization has done. Ever since these two have taken over the reins there in New England, this team has been a dominant force, especially with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick together running things. It all began, we we can maybe even say it all began in that Super Bowl where we saw Tom Brady um, have his, uh, maybe his coming out party in that Super Bowl. We saw Kurt Warner um, being the favorite in that game. And in the same matchup, the Rams versus the Patriots, the Rams... We were figured to win that game easily, but Tom Brady, the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick proved that on any given Sunday they can win. And we didn't really know back then on how good this quarterback, this coach, this team really is. And now we know Tom Brady is the GOAT. Bill Belichick may be one of the GOATs, if not the GOAT coach. And no matter what kind of team they have with them, they're always going to be cont- in contention, blend to plenty of big games, plenty of Super Bowls, plenty of championships. And here they are again, but let's uh, no more sidetrack. Let's go on and jump right into that passing game. I think of uh, of the two, I think it's a, it's, an, it's an even even slate for me. I think just because Tom Brady is Tom Brady and the options they have in in Los Angeles in the passing game, I think it's an even passing options for both sides. If we flip it over on the defensive side of the ball, I think both rush defenses are are iffy at best. Um, yes, the Rams have two elite talents in the middle of the field in Sue and Donald, but they're much more involved in the passing game than they are in the rushing game. Sue's a little better at, against the run than he is um, than than Donald is, but we know Donald is a beast in the middle, especially disrupting the quarterback. Doesn't matter if you put one player, two player, three players, put all five on him. Donald's going to find a way to get through the hole, get through the the line, and get to your quarterback but we don't see Brady have those mistakes. We don't we don't see Brady uh turn the ball over much. Um what that we do see that with Goff. He he does throw the, turn the ball over a little bit. So we talk about the pass defense on both sides of the ball. Um I think the linebackers in New England are better on are the better of the two, but I think the secondary in, in Los Angeles is better. And with the uh, experience that we have with uh, Tlaib over there and with Tlaib being healthy, I think he does a lot more for that defense than people think. And I think he was a big part of the, when the Broncos lost him. I think the Broncos showed that they missed him more than people think they did. And especially when he went out earlier in the season for the Rams, we saw this defense be a little skeptical against the pass. Now that Tlaib's back, they've been a little, bit, uh, little better against the pass, but they still do give up big chunks of points. They still give up big chunks of yards. I think neither defense is going to be able to continue either offense. I think both offenses are going to get what they want when they want how they want and I think we're going to see both offenses put up low to mid 30s with the winner of the game likely putting up upper to uh, low upper 30s to low 40s. I think there'll be plenty of points, plenty of scores and not very many punts happen in this game. If we talk about punts, I think we're gonna maybe we might see one if we're lucky in this game, um, and that one if it's coming from the Rams, who knows if, if it's going to end up as a punt because we know that they do like to run the fake punt quite a bit there in Los Angeles. So if we talk about FanDuel and DraftKings, um, both sides have their single game slate. Um, it, they are monster slates this week. Um, FanDuel, often there it's nine ninety nine to get into two point five million in entries. Um, uh, prizes: one million up top for the top prize. DraftKings been a ten dollar entry fee. Three million in total prizes. Again, one one winner. The top winner will be one million dollars richer if if you do win it by yourself. More than likely, you're gonna be splitting it with many other people. But six figures, five figures, seven figures. I don't care what it is. That's life changing money. Money that I know many of us out there can use. Um, money that I I guarantee I can use I'm guessing you feel the same way so we'll talk about how to be a little different on both sites Fandle's a little more uh, difficult to be different just because of the way they do their pricing over there yes they have they have an MVP spot where DraftKings is a captain spot but unlike DraftKings um, the the prices don't matter on Fandle The MVP and the flex are the same price, so you want to put your best player in the MVP spot, where on DraftKings you would be a little more creative um, to get more of the star players. Maybe you you don't take the best player, maybe you take a cheaper player to get more of the best players. So we're going to concentrate more on DraftKings, but a few ways that I'm looking at attacking the FanDuel, just to give you a quick idea for FanDuel if you're a FanDuel player, is I'm looking at the ground games and I'm looking at quarterbacks, and I'm likely not going to fade... Um, Sonny Michel and in every lineup I'm likely going to have one or both quarterbacks just because this game is going to be high scoring options. I'm likely going to have I'm not going to have a lot of shares of Edelman or White. I think they're much more they're better options in the PPR over there on DraftKings than they are on FanDuel. So I'm going to have more I'm going to have more shares of Sonny Michelle on FanDuel than I will on DraftKings just because of the ground game. And a, a player like Brandon Cooks, player like uh, Chris Hogan, um player like maybe Philip Dorsett, Josh Reynolds, they're big over there on fandle just because they're big play receivers. Yes, Hogan might only catch two passes, but those two passes might go for 80 yards and a, and a score or two. Those kind of players you you want on draft on FanDuel more than you do on DraftKings. Yes, they're big on DraftKings, but if if on DraftKings, you want players that are going to catch and get plenty of targets, the Edelmans, the Whites, the Cooks, the Robert Woods, the Gronks even, those kind of players there you want over there on DraftKings. So there, let's talk about different strategies, different um, kind of scenarios. Um, one thing you do want to do is you want to make sure that your game script that you're figuring out over there on DraftKings, or on Fandle for that matter, um, fits. So if you're going to use an Edelman in the captain spot, or are you going to use a uh, Brandon Cooks or Robert Woods or any kind of receiver in the captain spot? More than likely, you're going to want to target. You're going to want to pair him with his quarterback, just because if Edelman's going to go off and catch 15 balls for um, uh, plenty of yards, if he's going to be the top scorer for the captain spot, he's likely going to have to get in the end zone a couple times at most, and 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 that way you're guaranteed to get unless it's a halfback pass or a uh, fake punt pass or whatever it is, Brady's gonna be throwing those two passes to Edelman t- in, in that top spot. So if you're going Edelman, if you're going Cooks, if you're going Woods, whoever you're going to the captain spot, more than likely I'm going to pair him with his quarterback no matter what. You don't have to do that with Gurley or you don't have to do that with Sonny Michelle. Um, you don't have to really have to do you, I, I think you do have to do that with James White. I don't, I don't see a way that James White has that monster game on the ground. Um, I think it's going to be coming through the air. So if it's James White, I think you have to pair him with your quarterback. But if it's a girly, if it's Sonny Michelle, you don't have to pair him with your with your quarterbacks. Um, we, we like to save money with our kickers and defenses. If you're playing cash games, I think kickers are big um, just because they're with the high scoring game, they're guaranteed points coming out of those kickers, but I don't think there's a lot of upside for kickers. So I don't know how much I'm going to have of a of, uh, kickers. I might have one. I'm definitely not going to have two in my GPPs cash games. I think you can put both players, both kickers in for your cash games. And uh, that way you're also um, saving a little money. I'm not too interested in either defenses. I do like the Rams defense, but the Patriots don't turn the ball over much. This is Tom Brady. He's not a uh, turnover prone quarterback. And, um, if I'm going to take a chance on a defense, um, I'm going to probably take the Patriots just because that is one thing Golf can do. He can turn the ball over. And if it's early in the game, we may see those, those uh, the butterflies come out early. Maybe we see Golf throw an interception or two. But for that upside, you need those interceptions to go for touchdowns. I don't know if there's going to be very many turnovers in this game. Hence, I don't think there's going to be very many defensive touchdowns, if any defensive touchdowns. Maybe you get one lucky one, but like I said, for you to get that upside out of your defense, you're likely going to have to get that defensive touchdown, and I don't see that happening because I don't see very many turnovers happening in this game. Um, If you're going to be going with a quarterback in the captain spot, which I'm not very high on quarterbacks in the captain spot anyways, um, just because it's a PPR league, but if you do go with Goff or you do go with Brady in your captain spot, I think you absolutely must pair him with at least two of his options, if not three, because if Brady or Goff are going to be the top-scoring um, player on the threat, they're going to have to spread the ball around to players, not throw it to one option. So if you have Brady and the captain and you only pair him with Edelman, more than likely for Brady to be the, the, the top-scoring player on the slate. He's going to have to spread the ball over because if he's throwing it just to Edelman, that's going to make Edelman a much better play at the captain spot than it is Brady. So if you're going to go Brady, I think you pair him with two, maybe even three options, and then you run it back with one of the better options there in, in Los Angeles. Same thing with Goff. If you have Goff, I'm likely going to pair him with all three of his receivers and maybe fade girdly if I'm doing that and hope the passing game is big and maybe, just maybe, that they continue to do the same thing and have C.J. Anderson be in the ball carrier more than an option there. But one thing I do think that might happen is I think uh, Regency bias is going to see. People are going to see C.J. Anderson have big games last two weeks, and maybe he's going to be used more than I think he maybe he should be, which maybe uh, lowers ownership's to a point on Gurley. I think Gurley is going to be one of the better plays in this Super Bowl and maybe with his ownership being down a little bit, maybe you over uh maybe play over the uh, the, the uh the amount of other people playing um, Todd Gurley. I'm going to have overexposure to Todd Gurley just because I think he is the best player in this in this game. I think Gurley is one of the players that you can rely on, maybe getting in the end zone two, three times. Maybe he catches the ball eight, nine times and also runs the ball for over 100 yards. All of a sudden, you have a monster game from Gurley. We've seen it in the past. We've seen it early in the game season. We've seen it plenty in early in the season. Gurley put up monster stats. If we click on his box score earlier this year, we saw him put up... 25 plus multiple times as a matter of fact the first eight weeks he had 25 plus nearly nearly 30 every single week um they had uh he just put up monster numbers early and i think what's been happening recently is he's coming off of that injury is he's been getting a little time to get back into the the hang of things getting back in shape um and then we've seen cj anderson run the ball well so they've been able to not go with Gurley. And he had a little uh, struggles early in the game against the Saints, and that's what that's what I think uh, essentially happened with with Gurley. That's why he didn't get as much play because he missed a couple balls. But this is the game that could very easily see the Patriots jump out early. If that happens, we don't see much CJ Anderson. We see plenty more Gurley. We see plenty more of the passing attack, and that's the way I'm going to attack this this game. I think I'm going to go passing attack on both sides of the ball, and if I'm going an onslaught of one team or the other, I'm likely going to make the captain spot the captain spot the sole player from the other team. I can see a way that maybe um, you put Todd Gurley as your captain, and you fill all your flexes with Patriots. That's the way that I might look at. It. I may even look at uh, Brandon Cooks at my captain spot and go uh, Jared Goff at my flex, and then run the other four as just Patriots there as well. Um, but that, that's the way I'm, I'm looking at doing it. Uh, if you're gonna do multiple options, maybe you do a little, maybe you do a, a, a Rams blowout, then you do a Patriots blowout, then maybe you do a close game. Just, I, I think this is the kind of tournament that you're not going to be able to win with one single matchup. I think you're going to have to play at least two, three, four, five, um, probably double digits. Uh, if you can afford the um, max entry of 150, I think that's the, that's the way they attack this split slate because there's so many different options away. And we know the players that are going to get the ball in New England and Rams. It's not like other, other uh, showdown slates where we saw... Uh, the lower players get ball here and there. We do see the Patriots um, kind of give the ball to someone out of the ordinary, out of the blue. And one option I, that I can maybe see uh, myself doing is taking someone like James Devlin and making him my captain and getting all the offensive power that I can in flexes and spending very, very, very little at captain to be able to make sure I get all the other options there on the, uh, this high-scoring offensive affair in New England and Rams. My prediction for the game itself, I think the Patriots keep it close. Maybe they, they have a lead late in the game, but I think at the end of the game, it's going to be the Rams getting the victory. We see McVeigh raising the trophy, and I think the MVP of the game is going to be Todd Gurley. I think Gurley is in for a monster game. I'm predicting three scores from Gurley and over 100 yards in both the rush and passing game. I think Gurley is in for a monster game. I think if we're going to see the early season Gurley come out in this season here if we flip it on the other side of the ball I think Rob Gronkowski is going to have a monster game as well I'm going to have plenty of shares of Gronkowski and Gurley as my captain and I may go 100% of both in all my lineups because I think they're both in for monster spots I think Gronkowski has shown signs that he's ending his career his career is coming to an end the physical nature of this of this sport has finally caught up to him but I think Gronkowski is going to go out with a major, major bang. I can see Gronkowski in an end zone once, maybe even twice this week. And I could see close to double-digit receptions, over 100 yards. I think it's going to be old-style Gronk, new-style Gurley. And I think it's going to be the Rams coming out on top, 41-38. to 38. Give me the Rams in a monster shootout, being one of the better Super Bowls we've seen in a while. And I think we're going to have a fun time watching this game. Hopefully you had a great season. Hopefully you had a fantastic um, playoffs. Hopefully you are looking forward to the next season. Before you know it, the season is going to be jumping upon us again. We're going to see the drafts coming up. We're going to see the uh, Dynasty League coming up. Like I said, if you have any questions, feel free to drop me a note. I'll get those questions answered. You can hit us up on Twitter. We are at FansportsGenius. And over on Instagram, we are FantasyFootballGenius. Drop us a line. Drop us a question. If you have any questions, feel free to drop us on Dynasty, on Season Long, on DFS. Any kind of questions you have, we'll, free, we'll answer those questions. And good luck in your matchups this weekend. And we will talk to you down the road. Hopefully, one of us can take down these big prize pools over on DraftKings and FanDuel. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Have a great week. Have a great offseason if we don't talk to you before the next season. And we will see you all later. Goodbye. <laughs>